When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host Candace Campos and we have a restaurant today that has been recognized by the Michelin Guide less than one year since their, their opening anniversary, right? So they serve up Filipino meals in a casual fine dining. I need to get more info, info on this. It's a great atmosphere. So we are so happy to be joined today by Jamie Bailey and Chef Lowe. Hello, how are you guys? Hi, doing great. Yeah, Glad you guys are from, from Kaya, which is still almost kind of a, a puppy restaurant. I mean, how, how long have you guys been, uh, I mean, serving Central Florida now? So we just had our nine-month mark a couple days ago. Yeah. My gosh. And let's first talk about what Kaya is and where it's located for anybody who wants to, to know a little more about it. So Kaya, as you said, is a casual Filipino fine dining restaurant in the Mills 50 neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at 618 North Thornton Avenue, uh, where the old Dandelion used to be. And so what's this atmosphere? We, we, I just called it casual fine dining atmosphere. I feel like that's kind of an oxymoron. Like, it's either fine or is it casual? Which one is it? Well, it can be both, for yeah. sure. I think, you know, fine dining is typically something where the details are very important. And that's why we pay attention to every single detail, whether it's like our website coming from how you walk in, also just like how we care about you as a guest, um, but then into the details of the food. Um, but then it's casual because you're welcome into a home because it is dandelion and our restaurant Kaya was at an old home, 1920s, I think 26 home that we redeveloped essentially. And you're coming into me and Jamie's home and we're showing you uh, our, our, our culture's food. Mm-hmm. T- taking care of all the details, but without the fluff, without your, the need for you to feel like you have to dress all up, which you can and celebrate, but you don't need to do that when you come in, and we don't expect that of you. And we're just trying to like represent our family the best we can and care for you the best we can at the same time. So it's fine dining in the details, casual in the, I guess you would say, no white tablecloth perspective, you know, not that French style dining. Yeah, I kind of like that. So so you're, you're the chef, mm-hmm. I mean, so... If you had to describe your Filipino menu, what what would you how would you explain it? Very flavorful. Yeah. Yeah, it's you packed. get packed. You get ready <laughs> to eat. You know, we do a five wave tasting menu and also a la carte menu, so you have many different ways to experience Kaya. But if you were to come and do the tasting menu, it's very like it starts off with like a raw dish that's very similar to ceviche called kenilao. It's our own version of ceviche. Mm-hmm. And then you go into like noodles and then you go into a nice vegetable dish that represents, you know, all around Florida as well as soup. And then you go to the like, kind of our fourth wave is like we call it like, the tidal wave <laughs> because it's a good amount of food and you get the rice, which is uh, ulam is meant to be uh, things to be eaten with rice. It's like their main dishes and you get a few things. So and you share it. So most tasting menu places, you would get like one dish at a time per person. Right. But in this instance, a few of your courses, a few of your waves, as we say, are shared. And that's because we want to make sure that people are enjoying their meal together. Because eating Filipino food is about enjoying it with your family and friends. So that's how we do our tasting menu. And Jamie, I mean, he even said it, you're, you're coming into like our, you know, Jamie's house, right? So 
Uh, wh why this feeling of home? What is it? Is it the background? Is it the Filipino way of living? Oh, totally. Filipinos are so family-oriented, and we're always having parties. And in fact, we extend that feeling of family to all of our friends, you know? So, like, Lo and I, oftentimes, people think that we're married, but we're not. Uh, we <laughs> I met. was going to ask. I wasn't sure. I didn't have that in yeah. my notes. But I was like, you guys look like, you know, you guys look like you're, you're family when you, when you guys oh, talk yeah, together. Yeah. We're totally family. I mean, he's like yeah. the brother that I never had. And I met him 20 <laughs> years ago. I wanted. I wasn't going to say. Older sister, because she's going to yell at me a lot. Whoa, I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm sorry. <laughs> always trying to put me out there. Um, but actually... We met 20 years ago at the University of Florida. I, you know, saw him in the student union, and I wondered if he was Filipino. So I just went up to him, and I said, hey, are you Filipino? He's eating a burger. Like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> but yes. Yeah. And I invited him to join the Filipino Student Association, which became a, a big part of both of our lives, another part of our extended family. Um, and, you know, from the times that we grew up in our homes with our cousins and our families or in college with our friends, we're just always, always extending that hospitality to one another and trying to make a place where people feel like they can belong. So, you know, uh, we both moved away from Florida for some time and came back home and wanted to create a space where people can go and feel like they're at home, even if it's their first time meeting us, first time walking in. And I feel like you guys always think of all the, you were saying it's, it's attention to detail. So I know that there must be some big meaning behind Kaya, the name. Oh, totally. Well, first of all, it's his daughter's name. Yeah. Okay, there you go. It's a beautiful it. name. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you very much. We call it my daughter's restaurant every time she wakes up. We're going to your restaurant to open it up today. So oh. she, we actually, <laughs> she helps me open it up before I take her to school. She goes to school right down the street. Uh, but Kaya means capable. Um, so um, we always do our crank, a chant during service, pre-service of saying like Kaya natin, which is we can. So we are capable. Um, I also mean like this. This can be ours. You know, Kaya Natin means this is Kaya is ours. Um, but more so, it's like saying like um, since we're one of the few Filipino restaurants in Central Florida, you know, we're saying that Filipino food is good enough. It, it, it's flavorful enough. We can live our dreams and do what we want to do, like doing casual fine dining restaurant, which you know you, you don't really see that very often, where you're doing a tasting menu that is you know, shared, or doing an a la carte menu, or doing karaoke, or, you know, like, we do karaoke, we thought we threw a brunch this past Sunday, and it was our really? first brunch, yeah, so we, we believe in that we can do anything that we want to do and put our mind to, you know, so that's what it really represents, and also building a future where that's very different in the restaurant industry, where, where you know, we're bored, we're about communication, we're treating our employees properly, and just seeing things differently. And so you guys were friends at UCF. Where did UF. the, I mean, UF. Sorry, I had Sorry. to clarify you. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, at UF, you guys, when did it spark? Are you like, let's, let's open up a, a restaurant? Well, it's funny because after that interaction, we didn't really talk to each other for 10 years. <laughs> She's too cool. No, I was a senior. Yeah. I was graduating. Yeah. Um, so You're I busy. Moved, I moved away. Uh -huh. um, and then we, you know, serendipitously reconnected uh, outside in the church parking lot. I saw him and I was like, hey, I think we went to college together. And he was like, yeah, I remember you. Um, wow. We reconnected that way. And he just moved back from New York with some friends of ours um, to open Kapo, which is a Japanese restaurant that was over in the East End Market yeah. and became Cadence. And um, I don't know, before you knew it, we were uh, planning some kind of Filipino event, Hamayan, where you eat with your hands, throw down banana leaves. I think it was about eight years ago at East End Market. And um, I had hosted a bunch of Filipino dinners in Chicago. He had been working in beautiful, amazing Michelin restaurants in New York. Um, and we just started kind of talking. He's like, you know, I want to open a Filipino restaurant one day. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not in the industry at all. I came from nonprofits and working in education. So they invited me to work with them and like see if 
the industry was something I'd be down for. And Lo and I just continued to build our relationship and our partnership. And we, we were just talking on the way here about five locations maybe we've, we've looked at over the years. Right. And this place was just perfect, perfect timing. And although the stars align, I know you have you know more background too in your aspirations to open a Filipino restaurant. Yeah, but, tell us, tell us. No, I think, you know, I, I worked at a lot of Michelin star restaurants uh, in New York, just in restaurants in general. And I just noticed like, how how food was and I always felt like Filipino food is just as good as this you know like if 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 not better obviously you know I'm not biased or anything but I mean you can't be, you can't be. <laughs> um, but I was just like you know I, I did Italian food French food and I you know I used to be part of Cadence was the Michelin star restaurant here in Orlando and I was like what if I took all my influences all these experiences and did Filipino food and like put all my heart into it and help um expose uh people to our culture and, and really take the care and details, like fine dining details and put that into Filipino food. And I just thought like, it, it, it's for sure a winner, you know, like it tastes so good. People understand Filipino food, even though they don't know Filipino food, mm-hmm. you know, through our culture, through the Spanish and, you know, invasion or conquering us, Americans, you know, we have Chinese, we have Malaysian. So we have all these flavor profiles that, you know, that many people understand and even Japanese because Japan's right there. So you have all these flavor flavors, all these popular restaurants that you go to, and you love and enjoy that food. Now you have one place, <laughs> Filipino food, Kaya, to experience all those things in one. And I think that when people come, they feel like, oh, I don't know what Filipino food is. Right. But after they leave, they're like, oh, I know what Filipino food I like is. This. I like this I like food. That. I like that, this food. So, And that's what our tasting menu is all about. You know, It's really about the education and exposing people to Filipino food, like the what Filipino food is. Mm-hmm. And then that drives them. Now they can come and you know, just walk in and have a la carte menu and just be like, I know, Filipino. I understand, I'm comfortable with this. I'm right. comfortable with this place. That's why we make it casual because we also want to be a neighborhood restaurant. Like, you know, Michelin means so many things, right? Mm-hmm. It can do so many things for you, but most importantly, it's about guests and hospitality. And that's what we do. And I would say that what we do best is hospitality. And I mean, you kind of mentioned it there because I was saying, I don't remember having a lot of Filipino restaurants around the area, but what do people get wrong when they think Filipino? Do they think automatically it's it's close to this or it's close to that? I mean, is there? I think it's like all pork. They think it's all right. fried. I guess. Yeah. Which is which? It, which it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very far from it. You know, you're talking about an island, an island country. Like it's right by the fish. It's right by vegetables. You know, it's a very impoverished country as well. You know, meat it was brought to us by the Spanish. You know, by like through Mexico. So, so something like like that is just a you know, it's. It's a misconception because when Filipinos came to America, this was available to us. So we're like, we said, I was like, oh my gosh, now we can meet, eat meat all the time, you know? <laughs> so so let's let's cook yeah. meat, let's do all these things. And, and meat is so available in America that mm-hmm. we feel like that is what, you know, we're gonna cherish these moments. We're gonna enjoy these, you know, live the lavish life because we didn't get to live that in the Philippines. Makes sense. But if you go back in the history books, there's, it's like mostly fish and vegetables. And that's what we specialize in is fish and vegetables. We have meat, we have steak, we have pork, of course because it's delicious. Right, uh, right. <laughs> Let's not ignore the good food, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all good. Yeah. And that's the thing that's really fun is being able to expose people to Filipino dishes maybe they did not have growing up or different versions of it. You know, one of the dishes we serve is mushroom adobo. And adobo is a dish many people who are Filipino or 
know a Filipino, have mm-hmm. experience. So, you know, when I bring this dish to a table, I always say, you know, this is one of the national dishes of the Philippines, but there's as many types of adobo as there are islands or as there are mothers, because everyone's mama makes it a little bit different. Um, and it's really fun to make those connections in the same way that we're trying to connect to history, we're also trying to connect to each other mm-hmm. so people can find something familiar in the experience that they can then translate and say, oh, you know, things that I'm not exposed to, things that are new to me, actually I can find connection with. And so it's like a little bit bigger even than just the food or just the restaurant, but how we build community in general. And it seems like it's because it's not this like fine dining. I've had that moment where like I'm looking at the menu and my husband and I are like under the right. table Googling <laughs> what these things exactly, are. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you guys are also open and your and your your team is open to explaining things and, and the taste testing. I think that just kind of is that gateway to being obsessed with everything, right? I mean, that's kind of what I feel like. And that dish is vegan. You know, we do vegan tasting menus, oh, yeah. vegetarian tasting menus, which I don't think is very available in Central Florida. So we're trying to provide, and like she said, like focus on the community, the hospitality of mm-hmm. it. You know, it's not just about like being a place where you get like delicious food, but it's like, what what do you expect to come into someone's home? Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's to be taken care of. It's layered. There's, a, there's, layered? A, there's yeah. a lot of layers to yeah. you guys. So that's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. yeah, to your point about like our team being willing to describe everything. I mean, yes, I mean, they, I think every table gets a touch from either Chef Lo, from myself, from both of us, as well as our team that's, you know, kind of all working together as an orchestra mm-hmm. to support. Um, so there's the food level of just like Filipino cuisine, but then there's also the farm level because we work with so many local farms. We actually just had a Know Your Farmers Market yesterday where we invited our farm partners to come and talk to the community about you know, how they can also source their vegetables more locally and support the local ecosystem. Um, so it's really cool because our servers will also talk about you know where they got the Seminole squash from Warden Farms or we got this from Ever Oak and then talk about the different farmers because it takes a lot for a meal to come together on your table. Right. And we want folks to be a little bit more connected to that process of, of eating because we've kind of evolved, especially during the pandemic of like fast food, delivery, mm-hmm. a little bit of disconnection between what it takes to actually like get this food in front of you. Yes, yeah, and it's yeah. one of those things too. It's like all of a sudden you have this extra appreciation for, for where it comes. And you guys also are connected with other businesses with like an ice cream. Oh, Sampaguita, yeah. That's so it. We, <laughs> I was going to let you say it, and now I can say Sampaguita. Sampaguita. Okay. Um, they're, we, you know, we're not uh, in business together, but they are, we call them our restaurant besties. Okay. Uh, Marie Mercado and Mo are the owners of Greenery Creamery and now Sampaguita Ice Cream, which is a Filipino um, ice cream and dessert shop just a couple blocks from us in the Mills 50 area. And, you know, as we built Kaya, one of the things we talk about is our, our value of Bayanihan, or community support, mm-hmm. and we want to showcase other Filipino businesses. We want to let them shine. Like we will all shine better together. A rising tide lifts all boats. So you know we have a point in the in the meal at the very end where we get to end with a sweet note and talk about Marie's shop and you know how excited and proud we are that Filipino food is coming up in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And um, we also extend that into our Filipino festivals. Maybe like four times a year, we have a big festival where like a thousand people show up. We have like twenty plus Filipino and friends vendors. I'm just celebrating our culture being together. It's really exciting and cool to be able to help folks be more connected to our families um, and to our culture. And it seems like, especially with you, Jamie, I feel like it's one of those things, even in college, you were trying to reach out. And you're like, <laughs> My whole life. You look Filipino. Yes. Are you Filipino? Are you fil- and you're creating yes. that group. That and now that you, me. it's almost like this huge, you, I mean, it's a much bigger stage now. I mean, it's crazy. 
It's really amazing. I'm so proud. Like, mm -hmm. I get emotional sometimes just looking around. I mean, honestly, at the restaurant the other day, a good friend of mine was sitting at the bar. I sat next to her and had a perfect view of the kitchen. I could see Lo doing his thing with the team and just thinking, wow, like, we're doing this. Filipino food on this level. Mm -hmm. And folks are here enjoying a diverse group of people. I mean, you, you really can't put a finger on what our guests are. I mean, every kind of ethnicity background is just really amazing to see that. And just to share that. And I, you're right, it is pretty amazing. Every time we have an event, I go, I don't know if anyone's gonna come. Of course. And then I, you know, the event starts at five, it's 4.30, there's people already coming, and I go, well, you know it's gonna be good when the Filipinos are early. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and one of those things too is, now you guys are also getting recognition from, from Michelin. I mean, like, what, what was that feeling like? I mean, how did you find out about it? Give me the whole process. I always like to ask this when, when I, I know think, that. I think I get text messages. <laughs> Do you I get really? Text messages from friends, you know, people who pay attention to a lot more because I'm, you know, like chefs, right? You know, they just had to head down sometimes right. and focus on other things. So it's it's pretty amazing, you know. Like I, I sometimes sit back and just like realize how how great that is for the mm -hmm. community and for a restaurant. And it's cool to see that they're paying attention to a small restaurant like us who's doing a very unique thing in Filipino food, so. And it's called, you're being recognized, yeah, right? Being That's recognized. the term. So yeah. for anyone who doesn't understand, how, like, what's the, what's like the, the levels of, of Michelin? So there's recognized, mm -hmm. and I think that just they, they, they notice you as a restaurant of doing, they're doing good things, good food, very consistent. And then there's the bib, which is, I think it's like $45 another or 50. You can get a meal for like $50. Mm -hmm. That way you can get like a drink and, you know, you can get a saver meal and dessert for 50. And then there's a Michelin star. Right. And then there's three. You can get Michelin one, two, or three. Gotcha. And then I think Michelin one is purely based on the food. And then two, like, goes to service. And then three is like, there's like descriptions. Of yeah, all the extra you know, yeah, like, like, It's worth a trip just to eat at this restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take, a, take a plane and go to that restaurant because that's how good it is. <laughs> that's but I mean, being being recognized for this, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, how 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 long were you guys in business when you guys were oh, recognized? Like, maybe four or five months. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. I mean, maybe not even. Yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, time. You open a restaurant, time just all kind of floods yeah. together. Did you have a plane flying by the Michelin headquarters <laughs> going, look no, at us? I think crazy. another restaurant posted on Instagram, and yeah. I was like flipping through, and I was like, oh, cool, let's just check it out. Like, who else got recognized? And I saw our name on there, and I was like, oh my god. That's how you found out. That's how I found out. Oh yeah, gosh. I probably texted you right away, and then I saw some other friends on the list, and I called them. Did you see this yet? Like, um, to share the news. It's really exciting. I mean, when you look through the guide, I want to say there's like I could get this wrong, but there's less than 10 Filipino restaurants in the world that are in the guide. So just to be included in that oh, is yeah. such an honor. Because again, we, when you walk into the restaurant, there's a piano. Okay. And on top of the piano, there's pictures of a lot of our ancestors. And I always tell guests, you know, we have them here, they keep us honest. They keep, they make sure that we're not gonna, you know, sell out or do anything whack. Because mm -hmm. we gotta do this for them. We're doing this to, you know, we call it utang like the inner debt to like the life that they've paved for us. Yeah. And so, you know, I think about them and like how, if ever in their life they would have imagined that their future generations would be running a Filipino restaurant in America that's like on this high level, you know, it's pretty amazing. And it makes me really like, I'm just like happy to be able to share that with our families. And our parents are so proud. I was gonna ask you, I mean, how, how are the, how the, how's the parents, the family, just <laughs> when you said this is what we wanna do, I mean, were they all on board or were they like, oh, this is, I don't know, it's kind of nerve wracking. Yeah, I, think, I think Everybody, not just your parents, even your friends are doubtful. Like, you know, a Filipino restaurant, casual fine dining Filipino restaurant. Are you crazy? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you can make Filipino food fine dining, and you know, a lot of, you know, like mm-hmm. one of the misconceptions too is that Filipino food is ugly, and it's like. No, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not. Look at my food. I'll show you some beautiful food. And it's, so I think they're scared for us for sure, but they're definitely proud that we're willing to go for it and believe in us um, mm-hmm. because, you know, we have our history of like, you know, her being her professional, me opening a restaurant before with Cadence that already has, that already has a national star saying like, you can do it, you know. Yeah. But getting in the restaurant industry, they're just like, you're crazy. Like, yeah. Go become a nurse, you know. Like, <laughs> go do something safe. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, you know, they already did the safe thing for us and they took the risk, or not the safe thing, they did the risk for us mm. and they paved the way for us to take these risks. And that's mm-hmm. why when she talks about Utong Nalob, it's like, our job is to push forward. Our job is to be better because they gave us the tools. They gave us. They gave their life for us to do more and not just be like them, but to do more. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to do. I mean, that's you're kind of instilling that with your daughter. I mean, with the name and seeing that her dad is going into work every day and and making an impression on so many people through his food. I mean, I'm very you should you should you should feel proud about your, about. I, I mean, this ball. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's just a proud moment to be able to look back and say you guys have been in business now for nine months, and you've had so many people come through your doors. You get the recognition, and also I think, from what it feels like, you guys feel more of a recognition when you see the, the faces on on the people in your dining oh, room, right? Exactly. I mean, it's both like our, you know, thinking about how our ancestors feel, seeing mm-hmm. our parents, but also the future generations having a place they can go and be proud to be Filipino. You know, growing up, we didn't have a lot of places where we could walk in and feel celebrated, oh. feel seen, see you know, little images of our childhood, and feel like, oh, I'm being celebrated here. This is on a high level, you know. Mm-hmm. So I love when a, a guest walks in and like, oh. This reminds me of my Lola's house, my yeah, grandma. Yeah. Or this is just like why you really you got all the things. Like there are a lot of guests who miss it. You know, they see it, they think it's beautiful, but they don't really know. Or even, you know, even in the Michelin guy, I think they call it quirky. Like it's not quirky, it's culture. Yeah. yeah. That's our culture, yeah. you know? Um, but we love that the Filipinos who come in can see themselves mm-hmm. and then everyone else is like, well, this is beautiful. And then right. they can just add that into their list of experiences. Okay, so what what um what item should I order? What item should you order? She's yeah. taking her own order right now. What, what, what item well, should I, think, I order? I think everybody should do the Samasama set menu. If you really that's want to the come, taste that's, testing. The taste, that's the taste, the tasting menu. What do you call it? Samasama set menu. Samasama means like together. Like together. Samasama. Yeah, yeah, okay. Samasama. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning, guys. So there's a Michelin star restaurant called Kasama in Chicago, and Kasama means you know together. So we are, I, I was, and actually, it's funny because we used to think that we're going to open a place called Kasama. Mm-hmm. And then they opened up, like, oh, oh. we got to change the name. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kaya. call that emergence. Yeah. You know, we all have good ideas at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Kaya, though. But, there's, I think there's a multitude. It depends on what you like. You know, if you're if you're vegetarian or vegan, the double is definitely a hit. Everybody thinks that's like one of the most amazing things they've had, especially with mushrooms. Even people who don't have like mushrooms are like, oh, I like mushrooms. I like this dish. Okay. And then with a the garlic rice, you have to have garlic rice. That's what I Garlic rice. Apparently, I'm famous for garlic rice, which is. <laughs> that's a good thing to be yeah, famous yeah. for. I mean, you can be famous for some not nice that's things, true, but that's true. garlic that's rice true. is pretty good. But I think kinilao, uh, like being that I did a lot of yeah. Japanese cuisine um, mm-hmm. in my career, I think the kinilao is, is really delicious. And kinilao means to be eaten raw. And it's, we take like, right now we're serving with madai, there's a Japanese sea bream, and we toss it with pinakora, it's like a house vinegar, some calamansi oh juice, you know, diced mango. That's not gonna happen when we come though, because mangoes are out of the season, because we're very highly seasonal. Mm-hmm. And then we make this nice coconut foam, which is like kind of like 
pillowy coconut stuff. foam. Yeah, with like canela coconut foam. And mm-hmm. it's just mix it up and yeah. we make scallop chips and then you put it on a chip and it's crunchy, foamy, refreshing. Great for Florida. You know? I've uh, never heard of any of those items, <laughs> <laughs> which is just so awesome because you get to experience everything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And what's your favorite? What's your favorite you know, item? I was going to say the kinilao because okay. it's also a dish that's indigenous to the Philippines. You know, imagine being, I always say, I imagine like an uncle or auntie on the boat in the morning mm-hmm. pulling up fresh seafood, adding some vinegar, some citrus, some coconut milk. That's the original kinilao. Um, and our version is really good. I also love the humba. Humba is a pork belly dish. Um, it's made with a caramelized soy and has some Chinese influence. The star anise and um, uh, peanuts, fermented black beans. Mm. It's really delicious, and it's something that my great grandmother made in Fiesta time. So it just also just reminds me of family, and just yeah. gives me all the coziness when I eat it. Also with garlic rice. Always, <laughs> always with garlic rice. Can I have uh, extra garlic rice, yeah. please? <laughs> so what's next? I mean, I know it's hard because I mean you're celebrating your one year in a couple of months, but I mean, what's what's the what's the future for Kaya? Just keep, just get, keep, keep getting better, you know, yeah. like, you know, hopefully Michelin is a, becomes a Michelin recognized or Michelin star, you know, and then hopefully we can keep moving forward and push our culture. And, and we, what we want to do is like just get deeper and you know, to really understand Filipino food more and culture. And like mm-hmm. the reason why, part of the reason why I wanted to open up Filipino restaurant was to hold on to my culture, you know, now, now, now I have to go in every day, read more about Filipino food, develop more Filipino things. And, and again, like you said, teach my daughter, you know, like that, like opening a restaurant was about community and family to me. I was like, now my daughter knows like she's Filipino. Mm-hmm. Like she can't she can't run away from that. That's something to be proud right. of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your restaurant, your name is on this door. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're Filipino. You're Filipino. <laughs> yeah. But like for other people's kids and other people's friends and mm-hmm. the ability to share your culture and then find a place where we can all meet to even if you're not Filipino, like yeah. Filipinos are probably the most welcoming and hospitable people that you know. And that's what everybody will say about a Filipino. That is very true. I, I know several. Try, yeah, they try to like, feed you all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I already ate. No, no you got you one more time. So, <laughs> love language for sure. Oh, yeah. So I think that's that's what we want to do. Feed more people. Mm-hmm. We want to expose people to new things and just provide more culture, you know, to the community of Orlando. Yeah, I mean, we're we're constantly evolving. So we you know started with the set menu, then we added the walk-in a la carte menu, and then we added a patio bar outside, which is really beautiful. And mm-hmm. as the weather starts to cool down, I think we'll be mm. uh, even more fun. Can't wait. Um, we feature guest chef pop-ups on Tuesday nights for up-and-coming chefs. Um, outside on the patio, we do karaoke on Wednesdays. Yeah. Um, we have these festivals and farmers markets and ways to, again, bringing community together is so important. Um, and then we hope to do private dining. You know, we have the, the for- great fortune to be on a piece of land with a couple different buildings and so we're hoping to expand into like some of the bigger parties that want to hang out our restaurant right now has like 33 seats inside so like big parties kind of take over yeah i also want to give them their own space to, to party and to celebrate so who knows what's and we first brunch yesterday yeah. start probably do that once a month you know who yeah. knows we kind of nothing we can do it we yeah. can do whatever absolutely <laughs> and so where can people find you online what's your handles all that fun stuff we are on uh, the web at kayaorlando.com mm-hmm. we are on instagram at kaya.orlando and and from there you can find us yeah. you know, email phone all the other things all right Sold. Guys, thank you so much. I feel like part of the family now. You are. Well, you know? we can't wait to feed you. All right. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you. Have yes. a good one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guests, Jamie Lynn Bailey and Lo Lollicon. You can find their business online at kayaorlando.com or search Kaya Orlando on Instagram. 
Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. On Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. And on Instagram, search Candace Campos WKMG. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley, and our director, Bob Myers. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you stream podcasts. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on ClickOrlando.com and on YouTube. Just search for Florida Foodie.